Pastor Sandra tells it like it is. My teaching is entitled, Who is it you want? My text is taken from the Gospel of John chapter 18 and my read is from the NIV version, verse 1 to 8, and I read. When he had finished praying, Jesus left with his disciples and crossed the Kidron Valley. On the other side there was a garden, and he and his disciples went into it. Now Judas, who betrayed him, knew the place, because Jesus had often met there with his disciples. So Judas came to the garden building a detachment of soldiers and some officials from the chief priests and the Pharisees. They were carrying torches, lanterns and weapons. Jesus, knowing all that was going to happen to him, went out and asked them, Who is it you want? Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. I am he, Jesus said. When Jesus said, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. And Judas, the traitor, was standing there with them. That's not written in the Bible, but I just said it. Verse 7. Again, he asked them, who is it you want? Jesus of Nazareth, they said. Jesus answered, I told you that I'm he. If you are looking for me, then let these men go. This happened so that the words he had spoken would be fulfilled. I have not lost one of those you gave me. Child of God, this teaching is to show you no one can take you out before your time. Even if your taker comes prepared and decked with all their armaments, they cannot take you before your time. Dressed, arranged, and uniformed, they cannot take you before your time. Even if they're instructed, anointed, and appointed, no one, child of God, can take you before your time, as you will see later down in the teaching. If you have not completed your God-given assignment, the assignment that God has given to you, then Papa God will not be ready to let you go until you complete your assignment, your purpose. That which in, in your spirit, man, that you feel that, oh, I want to be a teacher, I want to be a nurse, I want to be a musician, I want to be a music composer, I want to be an architect, I want to be a mother or a father, I want to be a scientist. That, if you have not completed your God-given assignment, I want to be a minister, I want to be a teacher. If you have not completed your God-given assignment, child of God, no one will take you out before your time. It is not over until God says it's over for you. Nothing is going to happen to you. So the Bible is um, taking us back to the incident that took place shortly before the crucifixion of Jesus. And the event unfolds how Judas, one of the apostles of the household and a disciple of Jesus, had already gone to those who campaigned against Jesus 
in public and those who are unwitting enemies of the cross. Who were the enemies of Jesus? Child of God, I want you to see that sin was the first enemy of God. Sin was the reason God left his glory in the form of his son, the precious Lord Jesus Christ, and came down to earth to redeem us. Um, secondly, Matthew 10, verse 36, and I read, A man's enemy will be the members of his own household. The Bible let us know our enemy is first sin, and our enemy, um, the Bible said, according to Matthew 10, 36, um, our enemy um, is, is known as to the one who lives with us. Uh, so that means people who are close to us and live with us at home could be people that work with us in the office, school, university, people who are very close and intimate with us. Could be your own wife, your own husband, your children, families, friends, cousins, relations. So the Bible let us know Judas to those who campaign against Jesus in public and those who are unwitting enemies of the cross. They were friends of Judas. Those who sought to, to trip up and push him over the precipice. Um, Judas was friends with them. And the chief priests and the Pharisees and Sadducees, Herodians, to he was friends with them and he held talks and discussions in, 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 in um, his attempt to betray Jesus. They wanted to destroy Jesus so badly and to teach him a lesson. They accused Jesus as, as of blasphemy. Why? We're going to pick it up. We're going to pick this up, the story up in John 10 verse 22. And I read, Then came the festival of dedication at Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was in the temple courts walking in Solomon's colonnade. The Jews who were there gathered around him saying, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I tell you, but you do not believe. The works I do in my Father's name testify of me. But you do not believe because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand, Jesus said. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. Again, his Jewish opponents pick up stones to stone him. But Jesus said, I have shown you many good works from the Father. For which of these do you stone me? We are not stoning you for any work, they replied, but for blasphemy because you're a mere man claim to be God. I repeat, we're not stoning you for any work, they replied, but for blasphemy, 
because you are a mere man claimed to be God. So these are the reasons why the enemies were so obnoxious, were so happy when Judas came to tell them about Jesus. Um, Judas became a prized commodity to them. Oh my God, I can just imagine how happy they were when one of the clan of Jesus came to them to hand over information or befriend them. They told Jesus, Judas, you, you all look alike. And they bargained and heckled for 30 pieces of silver to reward Judas for pointing Jesus out to them. And this is what happens, child of God, when you come into relationship with Jesus. When you come into relationship with Jesus, you are, you are made one in spirit like Jesus. So you become like Jesus, and if you become like Jesus, you will look like him. You will talk like him. Your behavior will depict him. Your approach, your actions, your comportment will be just like Jesus. You will be full of truth, and the truth you know and say will set you free. So they did not know which disciples was which because, as they say, they all look like the truth. Jesus, the Christ himself. So the day of the grand finale came when Judas had to show them the baby. And the Bible let us know in verse 2. Now Judas, who betrayed him, knew the place. And I like these three words, knew the place. Judas, who betrayed him, knew the place, knew the place, knew the place. And I had the chills when I read it. As I was studying this um, teaching, I had the chills, child of God, because Judas knew the place. Why did I get the chills? Because I, because I felt, um, why did I get the chills? I, I, I felt uh, a spiritual violation because the place was reserved for officials only. Jesus and his disciples and no other. Have you ever entered a building where you see only staff or are allowed beyond this point and staff who are allowed beyond this point are, are allowed to enter? They are all given a code um, to open the doors. So Jesus reserved intimacy for only him and those who are closest and dearest to him to know the place. And Judas, the Bible let us know, Judas knew the place was reserved for closeness. Judas knew the place was reserved for fellowship, for sharing and communion with Jesus. This is the place where intimacy was disclosed and matters resolved at the highest level. Judas knew it was the place of pouring out, a place where intimacy is shared on all upcoming and forthcoming activities of the movement of Jesus, he will disclose it to the disciples. He will tell them where I'm going and what is going to take place with him, what is going to happen. Judas knew the place um, and the place that Jesus had often met with his disciples. So verse 3, so Judas came to the garden guiding and the Bible let us know he came with a detachment of soldiers and some officials from the chief priests and Pharisees. 
They were carrying torches, lanterns, and weapons. Children of God, detachment of soldiers, officials from the chief priests and Pharisees, torches, lanterns, weapons, does not belong to the place above. So my little teaching um, is, to, is, to, is to bring awareness to you. Be careful who you allow to come in your space, your little place. Why? Because you do not know what they will do to you behind the scene. You do not know um, what they are planning behind the scene against you. You do not know behind the scene what they're getting up to. But thank God, Jesus knew what they were doing and planning behind the scene against him. So the Bible let us know in verse 4, Jesus, knowing all that was going to happen to him, went out and asked, Who is it you want? And I like this child of God because when you know who you are in Christ Jesus, you're not afraid of the enemy. In spite of what they look like, in spite of how they sound, in spite of how, what they're saying, in spite of how they come and what they're wearing, what and who they're taking with them, if you know who you are, you will not be moved. You will not be perturbed. You will not be taken by surprise. Isaiah asked the children of Israel um, before, before his visit to Mount Come, he said, choose this day who you will serve. Joshua said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord God. So Jesus, knowing all that was going to happen to him, went out and asked them, who is it you want? Wow, you have to, that's a big question in the face of the enemy. Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. Jesus said, I am he, Jesus said. And the Bible let us know, when Jesus said, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. Child of God, do you notice the Bible did not record that Judas fell back to the ground with them? Why? Judas was still part of Jesus. His time had not yet come. So he couldn't fall back with the enemies. Again, he asked them, who is it you want? Jesus of Nazareth, they said. Jesus said, I told you that I am he. If you're looking for me, then let these men go. This happened so that the words he had spoken would be fulfilled. I have not lost one of those you gave me. So this teaching is to high point, child of God. Who is it you want? Who is it you want? The enemy that come to take you will fall backwards after the order of Jesus. Who are your enemies? Your enemies are that of your household. Your enemies, your enemy, our enemies are sickness, disease, arrows fired towards you, disappointments, witchcraft, setbacks, spells, jinx, persecution, oppression, maltreatment, abuse, harm, cruelty, prejudices, bias, bigotries, racism, lies, sneers, 
The anointing on you will cause them to melt like wax. You don't have to open your mouth sometime. Child of God, the anointing on you will cause them to melt like wax. The anointing will cause them to fall back for your sake. So let Judas have his way. Let him sell you to the kiss of death. Let him enjoy himself. Let Judas discuss you with his officials and his friends. Let Judas tell lies at you. Let Judas discuss you with priests, with the high priests and ministers and the chief high priests. His time will come. Let him go to the end of his rope. Jesus said to Judas, Woe unto you, Judas, for it would be better if you were not born. Verse 10, Then Peter, who had a sword, drew it and struck the high priest's servant, cutting off his ear. The servant's name was Malchus. What is this saying to us, child of God? Jesus was telling his disciples, this is not the way you deal with Judas. No violence, no chopping up, no cutting off of ear, no physicality, no harm, no hurt. Leave revenge, leave reprisals, deep grudges, jealousy, covetous lies persecution, betrayal, disloyal, duplicities, retaliations, revenge, retributions to Almighty God. So Jesus tells Peter, put your sword away. Put it back in its sheath. Verse 11, Jesus commanded Peter, Peter, put your sword away. Shall I not drink the cup the Father has given me? So I'm going to close off today, child of God, and I'm going to pray. Father God, we thank you for this teaching. Let him that has ear to hear, hear what the Spirit of God is saying. We thank you. No weapon that comes before us or form against us will prosper. And every tongue that comes against us, we condemn them in the name of Jesus. Who is it you want? Jesus of Nazareth replied, and the Bible let us know, Jesus said, I am he. And they drew back and fell to the ground. Let every enemy that comes to take us, Papa God, fall back. Let sickness fall back. Disease will fall back. Demonic arrows and disappointment, ill will, will fall back. Witchcraft, setbacks, spells, jinx, persecution will fall back. Oppressions and lies, maltreatment, abuse and harm. Cruelties will fall back. Prejudice, bias, bigotry, racism, lies, sneers will fall back. Betrayal, this, this loyalty, this duplicities, retaliation will fall back in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Child of God, I pray this is, will be a blessing to you and you will listen to the word of God. And because the Bible says faith comes through hearing and hearing and hear when you hear the word of God. So I ask you as I've always um, asked to share it, share it with your friends and your families. Send it so they can hear the word of God and the word of God will cause a change to somebody's life, will encourage somebody, will take somebody out of the pit and the ditch 
In the name of Jesus, God bless you. Pastor Sandra tells it like it is. My text is taken from Philippians 2 and my read is from verse 5 to 8. And I am reading from the New International Version and I read, In your relationship with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature, God did not consider equal, equality with God, something to be used to his own advantage. Verse 7, rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. My teaching is entitled, Take the Nature of a Servant. Verse 7 again, rather, he made himself nothing. So, if you want to be a follower of Jesus, you have to take up your cross and follow him, the Bible said. The Bible let us know in verse 7, he made himself nothing. Amen. He made himself nothing. Jesus took the very nature of a servant. That's nothing. Being made in human likeness. Divinity being made into humanity. Um, and um, divinity being made into nothing, into human likeness. So who is a servant? A servant is a person who performs duties for others. And I like the teaching that Apostle Paul was teaching the church at Philippi, in Philippians 2, verse 7, on servanthood, um, I read, Rather, he, referring to Jesus, made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found, this is verse 8, being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself, by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. What is he saying to us? Um, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself. In other words, your reaction to the challenges that you and I face will determine what our outcome will be. And I repeat, our reaction to the challenges that you and I face will determine what our outcome will be. Your challenges and my challenges will either make us or break us. Our challenges will cause us to win or to lose. It depends on how we deal with them. Yes, you either become them or overcome them. But thank God, 
the Bible let us know greater is he that is in us than he who is coming against us. And that is what Apostle Paul was teaching the church in Philippi, that when Jesus found himself in the form of man, he humbled himself. Humbled himself meaning he was compliant, he was dutiful, he was respectful and obedient, he was submissive and obedient, even death to death on a cross. On the, on the cross. So what is death on, on, the, on the cross? And death on the cross is the ultimate payoff to a fate. Death on the cross is the price or was the price Papa God requested of Jesus to pay in crucifixion style for the sin of mankind. So did Jesus make the payment? Well, let us have a look at his prayers um, in John chapter 17, verse 4. This is Jesus praying to the Father in verse 4 and 5. He said, I have brought you glory on earth by finishing the work you gave me to do. And now, Father, glorify me in your presence with the glory I had with you before the foundation. The world began. Philippians chapter 2, 9 to 11. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So children of God, this is what I have stopped by to teach and to let you know. I have come to let you know that Papa God has given the same name and blessings to you and I. Do you believe that? I repeat, Papa God has given the same name that he gave to Jesus and blessing to you and I. Amen. He gives it to Jesus and Jesus passes it on to us. What has he passed on to us? Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name. I know some of you, I'm not sure where you're at, but some of you might be saying, I wonder what, why is Pastor Sandra saying that? I thought that name was given to Jesus. No, that name, Jesus gave that to us as well. He said, therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name. Child of God, you need to believe it. That Jesus passed all the above back to you and die. And we're seated with him in heavenly places. We're seated on the right hand with him. And we're far above. Amen. And, and here is the name. Here, this, this, this name is only obtainable. To us, though this name is only obtainable to us when we do like what Jesus did. He made himself nothing. What is nothing? He, he made, he, being made in human likeness by taking the very nature of a servant and being found in appearance as a, as a man. The Bible said he humbled himself. 
by becoming obedient to, to death, even death on a cross. So this is the criteria in receiving the name. We are willing to become servants. We must be willing to become servants of the most high God. We are willing to become servants of the highest to the most high God. And John chapter 14 um, verses 12 said, Very truly I tell you, this is Jesus speaking, Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the, the works I have been doing. And they will do even greater things than these. Can you hear it, children of God? He said, you will do the very same work that Jesus did. And you will even do greater. This is Jesus speaking. They will do even greater things than these. Because I'm going to the Father. And I will do whatever you ask in my name. So that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name. And I will do it. Wow. Did you hear that children of God? And I will do whatever you ask. In my name. So that the father may be glorified in the son. You may ask me for anything. In my name. And I will do it. So what is stopping you from asking? Go ahead and ask. Go ahead and ask. That's what he said. Whatever. Whatever you ask. In my name. I, he said, I'll, I, I, he said, you may ask me of anything in my name and I will do it. What is stopping you and I? Go ahead. Watch this again, children of God. Luke 9, when Jesus had called the twelve together, he gave them power and authority to drive out demons and to cure diseases. And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name. This name lives on the inside of you and me. This name's address is on the inside of you. The unseen living in the scene without leaving the scene. This name lives on the inside of you and I. Do you believe, see, children of God? That is our biggest problem. Do we believe? But you better believe because that's what the word of God says. That's what Jesus says. So when you and I summons the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Every knee like the knee of sickness and disease the knee of all the variants out there, command them to bow. The knee of witchcraft, sorcery, enchantment, voodoo, juju, black magic, supernatural powers. The knee of every stronghold mitigating against you, your family, your household, your career. The knee, the, the knee of the strong man. Mental imprisonment, low self-esteem, negativity, low mood. Every knee of low mood, command them to bow. Lack of, of confidence and lack of vision and personnel. Hopelessness, depression, anxiety, 
There is so many depression and anxiety, anorexia, fear. Fear. There's so many fear out there at the moment. But you need to command that strong man to bow. You need to tell that strong man of fear, I trust in God. And the Bible said that cattle on a thousand hill belongs to him. He said, I have not seen the righteous forsaken and your seed will not beg bread. You will not beg bread, children of God. Just keep saying it. But Pastor Sandra, I'm not working. I have to be going to food. But just keep saying it. God will provide. He is not a liar or, a, or the son of man to repent. Just keep saying it, child of God. Just keep confessing it, child of God. Just keep, just keep saying it. The more you say it, the more you confess it, it's the more you, you, you have spiritual muscle. It's the more your faith bank being built up. Just keep saying it. He's not going to leave you. He's not going to say forsake you. Just he's not he's going to protect you because you trust you have a covenant with a greater covenant, with a greater God, the ever-living, the ever-knowing God, the God that says, let there be light, the God that said, that, 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 that said plant all the fruit trees and the herb after its kind. Just trust in the Lord and wait upon him, and you will see you play your part. And um, so when you and I summons the name of Jesus, we, we command you, we command every strong man to bow. We command that liar to bow, that hireling to bow, that thief to bow in the name of Jesus. So whether they are in heaven and on earth or under the earth, every they shall bow. And every tongue acknowledge, must acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So that is why Jesus told the disciples, take nothing for your journey. Amen. Don't take anything for your journey. No staff, no bag, no bread, no money, no extra shirt. Why? Because everything, including the above, is in the name of Jesus. Yes? Everything that you and I need, he said, just ask in his name. It's in the name of Jesus. He tells them, and, and, and any house, town that you enter and you are not welcome or given anything from the provisions above, I better read it because you might not believe it. Verse 4, whatever house you enter, stay there until you leave that town. If people do not welcome you, leave their town Shake the very dust off your feet as a testimony against them. So they set out and went from village to village. These are the disciples proclaiming the good news and healing people everywhere. These are the disciples because Jesus gave them a name. Jesus gave them a name and that name that Jesus gave them, yes, um, heal the power, heal the people. He said, um, the disciples, they went from village to village, proclaiming the good news 
and healing people everywhere. Amen. So this is what I drop by to tell and teach your children of God that you and I can do the same by faith like the disciples because he's not a respecter of person. Here Jesus Christ of Nazareth was anointed with Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good, healing those who were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. This is what I would drop by to share with you, to teach you that you too have that power. You might be saying, no, but I don't have a risk. You too have that power. You just need to confess it and you just need to be obedient just like Jesus and you will get it. You will get it. It might take a, lot, a little while, but delay is not the denial. So you and I can do, do, it, do it by faith, like the disciples proclaiming the good news and healing people, including yourself and myself, every, 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 every day and everywhere in the name of Jesus. And I'm going to stop here today, um, for today, and I'm going to pray. Thank you, Father God, for this and for the confidence and encouragement in your word that I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. We ask you, Papa God, to grant us the power and authority according to your word to drive out all demons, to cure every manner of sickness and diseases, and grant us the power to proclaim the kingdom and to overcome all the challenges that we face. We ask you especially to touch those who are lacking in confidence, low self-esteem, low moods, hopelessness, um, and, and, and give them, grant them the light, the light to see. Yes, the, 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 and cause them to see clearly in the name of Jesus. Father God, teach children of God the art of service to have the same mindset as Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. So your name will be glorified and lifted up in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. And just to remind you, child of God, children of God, and when I say children of God, I mean everybody. Black, white, pink, green. All God's children. We are all God's children. Black, white, pink, green. All of us. We're all God's children. I'm not going to even say from what background or from what stance or what affiliation. No, we're all God's children. So I'm praying for all of God's children. Amen. And so when you hear this, pass, share this message. Because the Bible says faith comes through hearing and hearing the word of God. So God bless you as I check out now in Jesus' name. <laughs>